We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free got my prevnar 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect i'm 19 strong and asthmatic and at higher risk get vaccinated but but nothing when grandma speaks grandson listens 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or chronic heart disease or 65 plus you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia continued approval may depend on a supportive study don't get prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Wash up, and welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now fuck that with your low, Glasses Malone. We know goddamn well anytime the media bans somebody, that person is probably somewhat decent for people. Historically. Yeah. Until they ban one serial killer, don't do no interviews no more on on on, on this motherfucker that murdered a thousand months. Nigga be eating. They did a, a interview with Jeffrey Dahmer because he was eating human beings and they were doing interviews with him. They didn't ban him from the media. You mean to tell me Trump is worse than Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> Bro, people hate still one of the funniest people I've ever heard have conversations in my life. I'd be people at home hate Steve. with my headphones on. My girl be looking at me crazy the way I'd be laughing when he'd be on the podcast. Oh, I don't know why funny. people hate Steel so much. But they me? Hate he's Steel. like the most mellow, nice that guy. Man, that man said he sell his soul for fifty million dollars. <laughs> I'd sell mine for five. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 50 grand. I'll give him a whole comma. You ever seen the episode of The Simpsons? Remember when Bart didn't believe in selling his soul and he sold his soul to Mill House for $5? Yes. And it was time to cross over purgatory to that, to that, to heaven. And it was a rowboat. And you was you is like in the middle and like you, you're rocking your soul. It's you and your soul. And both of y'all floating backwards. And you're going to be that motherfucker floating in the circle because you don't think your soul is real. You already, like, in theory, part of the Rose Gold community, so it's a question about the lack there is of such, such subject. So I don't understand how <laughs> you yeah. play with it. There, I mean... It's a lot of conversations. I, I, mean, I think it's been propagated by South Park. They they kind of, like, Scott Tennerman, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of questions about the Rose Gold community, proper terminology. No, you ginger. Too, it's the, the rose gold That's community. Yeah. You feel me? And the lack there is of soul. It's That's like you guys have monopolized soul at the expense of our even being able to have a soul in general. That is true. But you know what? Whenever people talk about soul, they speak about it in the darkest sense 99% of the time. Like the darker your toll is, they be like, oh, he sings with so much soul. Or if your food is a little dark, oh, it's just soul food. It's just. But like soul in that context, when usually when people talk about their soul, it's kind of morbid and negative, like the great beyond and death and all that shit. But like you guys 
have a positive if you have soul it's like a positive or it's like if you have a soul it's like a bare minimum you know for me it's like oh yeah you're not gonna stomp on a bunch of kittens but you guys have soul it's like oh man they, that guy's got some soul that's great speaking of media i think that is the soul and don't get me wrong i'm not an atheist i'm a religious person but i think the soul and the marketing of your soul this whole heaven and hell concept, all of it is just marketing. It's just good marketing. I just honestly believe well, it's all good marketing that we've been sold. Because like, what is the like? What is a soul? What is your soul? That's my personal question. I just feel like it's marketed as like this this inner being, like the force kind of. Instead, I've, we, I've, they just call it soul. I've yeah. I've been on this podcast and noted to say that the greatest marketing meeting ever was the gathering you know the council of nicaea um i don't know if you know what that is right uh tp is it's when all the different popes and spiritual and religious men came together in europe and decided how christianity was going to proceed at that point it's like look it up once we jump off no i'm looking at right now hundreds of men that came together and decided how we would view Jesus Christ in Christianity. So when you saying that it's not like a new idea that a lot of the ways we view, because religion is defined as just a belief in God, but we talk about different disciplines as if they are religion when in reality, they're just more practices and ideas. Um, but the council of Nicaea, I've been on record saying it's the greatest marketing meeting in the history of mankind because was. it I'm determined how billions of people would live their life you know what i mean per 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 generation not at like uh uh, uh at that time you got to think we talk, we're, we're talking about this point we might be talking about hundreds of billions of people that have been on this earth right and somehow came through christianity christianity and catholicism yeah, no, it says the Catholic Church, Eastern Orthodox Church, Oriental Orthodox Church, Assyrian Church of the East, Ancient Church of the East, the Anglican Communion and Lutherism all accepted the whatever came from this conference. That's that's like that's like a supreme unification of like that's yeah. almost like the NFL getting the AFL. And it's like they a met for like, convention, but a religion. Yeah, and they met for like weeks. It wasn't like you know, a convention for like a couple of days. It was like weeks to decide this. And one of the main stories is one of the first people to establish a mass gathering of Jesus Christ was a priest out of Africa, priest Arius, right? So priest Arian, excuse me, priest Arius. And um, he believed in theory, almost all of the same ideas, except he believed God was by himself and Jesus was his son and the separation between what he had his mass following, believing in, in practicing versus where the council was heading. The council was heading into what we call the Holy Trinity, where the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus are of one entity, one energy. And they actually kicked him out and actually put out horrible media on him to kill his following. Were the African followers of Arius called the Arians? Low key. It's important that you know that. See, some yes, of Yes, they shit, actually were. They were called Arians. It's some of this shit that these people flip around, like the Nazi symbol. It's a lot of spiritual belief or religious base to what's going on. People just don't know. That's why you got to be real careful what you fuck with and, and what you say and what you respond with. No ceilings, g Lo. My man Peter Boss in the spits not, and I got my partner, uh, uh, um, almost like a resident guest. Even though he's not always on, we have to use him a lot more this season. Yeah, this is a fact. my man TPJ from one of my favorite podcasts. You know what I'm saying? But he's such a brilliant man, so I don't want to condemn him to just the sports. He has a wide range of views on multiple things. So thanks for fucking with us, TP. No, man. Thank you for inviting me on. I actually, I enjoy listening to the conversations you guys have because um, I just like how pointed they are. 
you know, um, yeah. like usually it's, you guys are sticking on one subject versus a lot of the people they jump around. So I like how, you know, pointed y'all conversations are. And, and a lot of the times I wind up thinking about the stuff y'all talk about afterwards just because it was so heavily focused on one thing. And I don't know if y'all understand it, but like it, because you all focus on one subject every episode, it's always points where afterwards I'm like, that's interesting. I might live with that conversation for a day. So shout out to y'all. That's pretty Thank cool. You. I appreciate that a lot. Say that again, Pete. I said that's very cool. I appreciate it a lot. And yeah, shout out to yeah. Big Steel, even though he ain't here, because he be yeah, on the wild and out. What's up, Steel? Yeah, people cut what Steel. Up, Big Steel? It's funny because Steel's like, so when he first got into podcasting, right, and started taking on his journey in media, like he was talking to me about it in 2015, 16. I didn't even know what the podcast was. I'm like, first off, I don't want to be a part of the media. Like, I don't like that part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I respect media because I think it's a skilled position. It requires a lot of research, a lot of work. But obviously, we're in today's time where motherfuckers just started YouTube and they are considered media. I mean, I was just reading some shit. It's been popping up, popping up over the last month, you know, where Cardi B sued this lady named Tasha because I guess the statement she was making about Cardi B was slanderous and untrue. And those are hilarious claims. What's the claim? Like you, you got a lot I, of I didn't see the claim. Cardi. So I didn't I didn't see the claims. So you gotta tell me what in a in a roundabout nature, she she didn't like the story she was posting about her and she felt like they were salacious in nature and damaging to her business. And that's why she sued her, which is the interesting part about America and marketing and media because journalists usually are like kind of kept out of that whole like lawsuit thing in terms of suing sure. them for like slander and stuff like that. But yeah. now with these blogs and these bloggers acting like personalities, now it kind of like makes it way easier for them to get sued for what they say because your account is not really like they, I guess these celebrities be arguing like, well, your account is not really an account. It's really like your your personal brand and feelings. So if you report these things about me that's not true and you harming my brand, I'm suing you. But I honestly think all this stuff is her trying to make an example out of her and scare everybody else that might want to post anything that might be negative about her. What what For were sure. the, what do you know the claims, Pete? The claims in the article that we read that they were malicious defamation claims that she was a prostitute, she used cocaine, and she had herpes. Now, the first two don't seem particularly like they had the metal to hold up in court. The third one, <laughs> you can't bring, because of HIPAA, you, you can't be compelled to bring medical documentation into a courtroom of any kind regardless of the accusation. So, yeah, I mean, and it's strange also that she's a YouTuber. Section 230 of that federal law, you know, protects YouTube from being sued. She couldn't go for the big bucks. You can't sue YouTube, but you can sue yeah. the YouTuber, which is, yeah. it's weird. I used to manage YouTubers. I've, uh, I used to work at a media company called Full Screen. It's no longer around, but I managed thousands of YouTubers and influencers over over the years. And um, I remember when, like, uh, you know, people don't remember this, but there was a time on YouTube where you know there, these prank channels were really big. So a lot of these guys, these white guys, started doing a bunch of like racist pranks. But I yeah. helped like build with this in, with the, like this software engineer who's like a mathematical genius or whatever. Helped him to build this algorithm in our network along with some other people that'll like surface the videos that are popping in our network. So we'll be able to talk to our creators when their videos pop. Right. So all these dudes start doing these crazy racist pranks. All of those shit started popping as the manager. We were all like, yo, take these down because like you don't want to get sued by the people in the video because usually they didn't blur their faces out and all the all the other kind of stuff. So it was funny that like we were saying that back then about just like them performing pranks on people. But people spend their time on YouTube. I do it too with the basketball stuff. We just talk about these guys for hours on end and they can't say anything about it. I don't think they should be allowed to sue us, but I do think that like there is a responsibility that comes with having a platform that a lot of people in media don't realize because they just think it's like a social media page. For sure. I mean, there was a Supreme court case that had to do with the, you know, the, the public figure clause, so to speak. 
uh, which you know people are probably somewhat familiar with, where you if someone's public form, you can kind of say whatever. It's it's, it's a much higher standard than if you know, like my neighbor was spreading rumors of, around the building about me. You know, like that's easy. Yeah, but I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that like Tasha K doesn't have you know Disney money that somebody on ABC News has to you know drag it out in court and take the auction out of the room. Yeah, she ain't got a conglomerate behind her. Yeah. Okay. Let's say let's go back to Cardi B stripper days. Mm-hmm. Let's say some guy said, hey, Cardi B, I got two racks for you. Let me take you home. So, in other words, we're discussing a normal shift. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's normal. I'm not going to see the strippers go whoop your ass if if you start calling them all prostitutes. Whatever. I know... Too many sure, sure. I'm aware that I'm in a strip club, and <laughs> I, I know really goddamn well that at one thirty in the morning, when that big tipper comes through, that big money comes up, man. That's that's happening. And, okay, and they brag about, it. hey, look, just don't say it was five hundred because it was five thousand. As long as you lie up about the value of the pussy, they're not going to complain. Okay, so let's say, right, one of these nights, Cardi B took the two thousand, and let's say Tasha finds the guy right tasha finds the guy who paid her two thousand yes and then she gets him to come to court is the case dismissed no because you can't technically disprove that she didn't use coke or that she has herpes but okay what if what if you have a video of maybe she's at a party and she did a line you still can't do the herpes yeah, I don't know if they will let that slide. But yeah, I'm saying, also, how, do the, how do the courts yeah. know she was not a prostitute and she's never done a line? Burden of proof. So it's up to you to prove it. Yeah, it's up to you to prove that she did because you're essentially the accuser at that point. So if you don't have the proof, whether she did or not, you don't have the proof. Which is why if you didn't do that shit, you like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but I don't think. But that's if you Cardi's, did do it, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's Cardi's particular situation. I mean, I, also, I, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody claiming I got diseases, G. You might have to see me too. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I, I think we're I'm just in saying, like, time. fuck all of the other shit. Like, that's why what I'm you, saying. Like, leave I, I my agree. fucking medical business out of this shit, yeah. and then we won't have no problems, media member. I agree, right? But I, I, I think we're living in the space that's a weird space for. You know, um, they're not millennials today. What are they today? Generation Z. Gen Z. Okay. Generation Zoo, right? Because it's wild as a motherfucker. Right? Yeah, I like that. Where they feel like they can say what they want to say and have no accountability. Like, I witness it privately where I'm dealing with younger people or people that's on the internet and they like saying anything, right? They'll say whatever, like any type of disrespect. And they grow up in this realm Right. Where the medium makes them where the media makes them think it's OK. It's like, well, they're told if you don't put your hands on somebody, I mean, they can't do nothing to you. And that's just silly. Like That's the one. I thing. agree. But you but this is we also had this argument all the time because you do things where you know you're going to get a reaction out of it. And I understand that there's a certain level of respect that people should operate with. But let's not act like. You didn't you did like, gee. You know, you didn't you didn't done some stuff in your career for marketing purposes that was gonna piss people off. Half of y'all, half of these conversations you do, because you know they're gonna piss people off. So when it, people is, get mad I, at it, all, all I'm saying them, is but it's certain lines people shouldn't cross, like the, the personal disrespect. I didn't see people make physical threats towards you, so I feel you on that. But, yeah, but a lot of the time, thing, you know you're gonna get a reaction is, when you tweet that. Yeah, but am I lying? Is that the point though? That's always the point. If, Even if, if we if, take if, you out of it. If I say Pete, right? If I say Pete, you're white. And Pete is like, fuck you, you know, I didn't want you to tell people I was white. Like, it's not obvious. Am I really being, you know how I do what I do, right, As And I understand why media covers what I do. 
You know why? Because my job, right, as a West Coast gangster rapper is to tell the truth unapologetically, right? You have a, a, a huge sector of hip hop that's just telling lies, right? And they leading people down the wrong path because they have no idea what the fuck they talking about. And then you have Glasses Low, right? And Glasses Malone is like, hey, this is the truth. Hey, this is how Tupac got died. This is how Tupac died. This is the mind state of the people involved in the situation. Here it is directly the truth. Like I'm not altering it. I'm not giving you a perspective. I'm not doing anything to even make you go wild. To where we come yeah, from, but coach. That's, we, I don't like that because you you this is see this is what this is part of the issue because yeah. you saying it undermines your intelligence when we know that you're not unintelligent. So you can't make how me does it undermine my intelligence? Because how just because it, you know that they're the it, truth doesn't mean that you aren't using them for marketing purposes to help disseminate your message through the media that you know gonna report on the stuff you say. But isn't the truth? But 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 ain't that the whole point of the truth, right? The yeah, whole but everybody can say that it's the truth. Alex no, Jones no, said it's the truth, and they kicked him the fuck off. Everybody the can't say it's the truth. Everybody <laughs> exactly. can't say it's the truth. It can't be a troll if it's the truth. It, it can't be. It definitely can be a troll How? if it's the truth. It definitely can be a troll if it's only trolls if you're kicking a dead aren't horse. Only if you're kicking a dead horse. But I'm are tro- but are trolls liars? Yes, trolls are liars. Every last one of them. No. Or they're stalkers. They might be stalkers, yes. I, but I've never liars, stalked. not necessarily. Listen, I've never been on the internet and constantly <laughs> tweeted someone in life. Like I'm not going to tweet you more than once. You have to tweet me. Like I'm not gonna but that's not like, trolling them. But it's still the truth though. If they Tro- if they tweeting you, if they saying your glasses, I, I don't like I don't like anything you do, but they tweet you that all day. They might be trolling you, but it's still their truth. But they but doing again, it because they again, know that people are going to see it and react to it. And then well, if nobody's going to see it because you know, people that follow them. Somebody going to see people that follow that person, and I'm going to retweet it so everybody can see it. It's I'm like going to give them right. the, the the shit that they want. But you also know it's good marketing for you. Like my brand, my our basketball brand was built off of making people angry at what we say because yeah, but I, all you would, have to do. My brand is rooted in telling the truth because everybody wants to avoid the truth. But that's not everybody. And that's the part of the problem with the media It's not everybody's brand is rooted in truth. Some people just want to see you out here fucked up. I don't want to see nobody fucked up. Yeah. But if you go out also listening reactions all the time, you also know that you're going to get some reactions. Yeah. But if it's the truth, what do you want? What do you want a human being to do? Right. If he can't tell the truth. It's OK. Trolling. I mean, do you have to do it on the say. Internet, though. It's when and where you say it. It, I say it all the time in the barbershop. I'll say it in person. I say it in, on Twitter. I like there's no place I won't say it. Like it usually comes from the barbershop. The fucked up part is everything that I make content about, right? And that the media reports on was a conversation that happened in the barbershop. Great hip hop not only is, you know, it's it's a level of art that makes comfortable people uncomfortable and it brings comfort to the uncomfortable it also is very much private conversations in urban communities held publicly like somebody could say i'm trolling kim kardashian right because i made the song kanye should have never married that bitch or they could say you're trolling kanye no this is the conversation that tpj is having in a barbershop this is the conversation pete is having in a barbershop glasses is just telling Kanye West, hey, this is what we think in the barbershop. Hey, Kim, this is what through we a marketing think campaign, though. But through a marketing campaign, people in a barbershop don't need a marketing campaign. They just speaking the truth. I don't so have a marketing campaign. Can... I just drop a song, and it's marketable. The truth is marketable. You don't think the cover played into the marketing of the song? Sure, I you don't thought believe it was P- covers matter. I thought it was PG. I you didn't orchestrate that. You, you thought that was been PG. Ray J's, it could have been Ray J's penis. But this is the. But this is my point with you. You know, if it's a, somebody's penis, or it's a cartoon of a similarly complexioned person sucking an eggplant. G, like you know, that's gonna 
garner a reaction. And also, the marketing it behind it a comes from you getting somebody to make this shit. So you did, knew did it what garner was a reaction when it actually happened? That's but yes. that's not. But you didn't. That the name of that song is that actually happened. Is it not true? Did he not marry? A, her? No, that's your opinion, though. You could that, have discussed the, anything you wanted at that time. You chose that. What? Do you, no, it's it's not. It's again. It, listen, I'm being. I'm saying the song is not about that. The song is the 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 song title, as with the Tupac song, is a conceptual piece. It's really meant to make you think. And then when you listen to the song, it's like, all right, cool. I I get. It's a different message than what the title of the song is. No, no, it, it's giving you could have just named that song that bitch, and nobody would have thought anything about it. But you yeah, wanted to start a conversation. No, through no. I wanted to pass a message at the highest levels. See, my my ideas start off as simple ideas, right? This is all I've been doing since I got into hip hop, right? And the relationship with what I do in media is I could tell the same exact story ten times. I've told the same gangbanger cautionary tale 10 times i told a story where me and j-rock is in a song and i got killed there's a song you go look up the video on youtube it's called no sympathy i get killed and somebody and j-rock gets revenge for the that was a troll you were just giving false hope to the haters and then you burst their bubble when you show up on the internet again the next day i just think people are looking at it like again first reaction they're 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 not listening to what's going on. The art is too much, right? It's like looking at the Mona Lisa thinking it's Gen- a transgender. The art is not too much. So, art so at that much. point, just because I don't concede to the to people who look at things surfacely doesn't mean that my intentions is to fool them. My intention... But my question is, why is your art too much? Like, it's not too much. It's perceived in the manner in which you wanted to be perceived because you orchestrated it to 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 evoke that sense of truth that you say it is like i can I mean, see it, if like you just made the song you uploaded it and then somebody gave the song that name but once you made the song and you gave the song that name and then you made the album cover the piece of art that you wanted to subject people to was going to inherently make them want to dive really deep and think about it and they I either think, think you disrespected them I, but I think but I'm gonna tell you why I disagree with that, right? And even the media helps people misunderstand because they're all intellectually lazy. Like Tupac must die is about the mind state of the person you're watching a video through eyes. Yeah, Nobody really sure. pays attention to that. So everybody felt like Ow. that was I, a troll. I, 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 Just listen, everybody was like, Oh, you're trolling, or he's clickbait. They're not realizing the person who's watching the video, I'm putting you in the mind. I'm letting you see the world from their eyes. That's why the video is shot in first person. Again, the depth of my content is confusing, but this is the only way I can still be deep and make something that the regular average person can get a bar of. Because if, if not, I'm going to make something entirely too deep. It's going to skip past the media so the media doesn't have to report on it which means the fans miss it. Tupac which is must my die. whole point. You are a master marketer. But and it's even not, though it's, it's your not, truth, it's not, it is marketing. But it's not marketing. Like, just it's like still, Kanye. Just, People just be listen. like, yo, he's wilding. No, he's marketing to you right now. No, but, but he's not marketing. What Kanye does, right, specifically to the media, he understands he's a complex person who wears his emotions on his sleeve, right? So when he's not releasing content, he's not talking to you. He's not allowing you to hear his thoughts. He's not He's not even going back and forth with you, right? When he starts to make pieces of content, shoes, art, anything, he allows you into his mind. That's what great artists do. He's not really like marketing. Like literally he's taking, so normally he blocks you away from all of the shit he's thinking, all the crazy shit cuz is thinking. He blocks the media away, keeps the uh paparazzi away from his house because he doesn't want that then so that that's why spells go without no kanye right but then when it's time to release down to two he allows you into his mental space which is not going out of his way it's huh? marketing glasses it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's media listen. marketing it is 
Listen, it's marketing. It you just show up one day and be like, yo, I'm back on Twitter. I'm going to tweet for no, the next 20 It's not marketing. Album it's, dropping. It's, and then you won't hear from me for another three years. It's not You're marketing. marketing to me. It's, it's not marketing. It's marketable. Marketing, right, is, is very much a preconceived idea, right, in order to gain people's interest, right? You want to gain people's interest in something. That's what marketing really reflects, right? Promotion is me telling you whatever the story about what I'm talking about. Publicity is somebody else telling you the story. Advertising is, is paying for the story to be told. Kanye literally just moves the gate as he's about to release content. And the things he do, right, is marketable. So Tupac must die, right? I put you in the face, right? I put you in his head. I let you see how it is to be one of us. That was his mind state once he got jumped, right? That's why he thought Tupac must die. It's not like, it's it's more than marketing, right? Marketing, I could, I read books on marketing for like 26 months. Mm -hmm. And you know what I realized it really was? Telling the story. So the thing is, do I know little things? Sure, I know some things, right? I know... You want to draw a line in the sand and throw rocks at everybody on the other side. But I'm not throwing rocks at Kanye. I'm not throwing rocks at Chloe. I'm not marketing to you. I'm giving you a cultural. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not bullshitting. I'm giving you a cultural lesson in West Coast hip hop that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. And then I told the most important person in the culture because he tried to turn a hoe into a housewife. That's marketable. I'm not marketing shit to you. I'm giving you something marketable because you know it's true. You know Kim is a hoe and you know Kanye tried to turn her into a housewife. Now, whether you agree or not on the cultural lesson of West Coast gangster rap and hip hop that you can or can't turn her into hip hop, some people think you can. But that's the point. Some people don't think it's right to be a crib and may have to take a life to survive, you know, where we at. That's the point of it. I'm introducing you into culture further and i'm passing the information right to the most successful people that's in the culture because i think they were avoided so me my, telling my, Kanye, i got one hey, last question on that when you finish this my question is all right cool so you change if you change the name of the song to something that does not have his name like i said if you just name the song that bitch yeah. right do the same lessons that you trying to get across still come across no, yes. listen. No, that's what I'm saying. The lessons yes, in the they song. do. They listen, do. But no, one lessons, second, one second, one second. Lessons, but the specific me, marketing concept behind what you did was like, I'm going to give you, you the me best example of you what this me is. Question? I'm going to answer the question. Go ahead. You said, is the same lessons there? Yes. But it's not marketable if you just name it that bitch. That Again, it is marketable, right? Is it as marketable? No, because you know why? You're passing information onto deaf ears. Nobody knows who you're talking about. Nobody knows who's a hoe. You're not even separating who's a hoe and who's not. At that point, everybody is left to speculation. And this song specifically with that title, I told you who the biggest hoe in the game was that somebody tried to wipe. Now, again, right? A hoe don't mean it's a prostitute. So no disrespect to Kim. I'm sure she still feels disrespected. I'm sorry this is Ye's wife. But again, brother, this is an important and it's a cautionary tale what's happening. The reason you're going through all this shit with this lady, with this white lady, you feel me, is because of this shit. It's because she already weaponized her vagina. That's what makes her a hoe. And she's weaponized her vagina to the highest level that we've ever seen in our lifetime. And on top of that, and that she's now completely degraded the name Pete by bringing a Pete into the equation that's fucked up the whole situation for my life. It's even, it's even worse than it was I'm right sorry now. for no white dude named Pete at this moment. No disrespect. Let me tell you I, something. Disrespect has been taken. Pete, right now, white Pete's is popping. And by the way, y'all winning. Y'all not losing. Yeah, white Pete's is popping. Yeah, is no, we're nothing, not. But Honestly, the honestly, yes, y'all are. You yeah, want to know Ye why? Is raising because the value he of white is going people. to war with a comedian. You will never win. Period. But now every other person in the city has "White Pete Must Die" as the song blaring in their car. No, so that's what? not true. Nobody no, actually. 
Nobody outside of Kanye wants anything to happen to Pete. Nobody Maybe not that Pete. This Pete has had a target on his back for the past 15 years. But and now I don't it's to get amplified it by some other random Pete. But now the media is making it sweet to be a white Pete. Ain't nothing sweet about now being a white Pete. Now, I tell you that right now. You're the victim now. You are it. And they keep talking about that white man dick size and all kind of crazy shit. You might get some <laughs> pussy. You might need to send past the pussy power. I've ever gotten in my life was just out of curiosity on behalf of the other woman. So now that's going to be four <laughs> times the opportunities. Thanks to the media reporting on white Pete. White Pete Jr. Because you're the first white Pete. He's not right. I, I appreciate white you giving me that. But that respect. big white that's Pete. That's more than I've gotten from anybody Pete. else in the media to this point. But I, I pre- again, listen. Do I think is is. Again, do I think Kanye is marketing? No. I think Kanye is marketable. And I think Kanye allows himself to be pure Kanye so you can market it. That's the thing. Like, I, you know, you, you were saying you think I'm, I'm marketing, right? And I'm not. What I realized was the only way you can really make your mark in hip hop, right, and have the media support you is to be the purest version of who you are. And when I'm saying pure, I mean, pure, like unapologetically pure glasses low. And whoever I am, like when the camera is off, I have to be that version yeah. in front of the camera. So I got a real something quick. I think it's the truth. Like, I'm going to say it. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksixdraftkingscom slash promos. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Got my PrevNar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I could take us down a rabbit hole, but I'm not going to do that. But go ahead. I got time. Real quick. Um, I was on a call. I muted myself. I didn't want to participate in it. But I was, uh, Glasses of 50 Cent today were on the phone for like a half hour talking about stuff. And 50 made some really good points about hip hop. He was saying like when, you know, in 03 or whatever, when his first album came out, you know, he, he got super famous just being himself like a guy from the hood from Queens with the bullet holes and, snow and all that shit. All of it. And he goes, the, the thing he learned about all the like all the suburban white fans that liked his music along with everybody else from the Queens and the choice of the world that did as well was like, he was the embodiment of taking risks that people who had something to lose wouldn't take. You know, you, you couldn't rationalize taking the risk that he would take, you know, as most people in a, in a random audience, it's the general curve of the population distribution. I was pretty, pretty astute to pick up on that. It's true. And I, I agree with you that a lot of hip hop is about being like unapologetically willing to just go pursue regardless of risk or consequences. And a lot of that, there's a lot of controversy built into that because it's, it's an abnormal um, you know, behavior for the average sure. population. Sure. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, I mean, even with our podcast, like we were on, we were the first YouTube podcast on a sports channel. We have a YouTube channel with 1.5 billion views and 1.9 million subscribers. And I remember when I was working at a job still while I was working on it, as it was like getting taken off, people were like telling me that I was like crazy. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not crazy. They're like, bro, you're on the internet, you're screaming, you're cursing, and you're drinking beer, and you still working in corporate America. I said, yeah, but is the work not done? Do you, you need me to leave? You want me to leave? No, we good. All right, then keep doing what you're doing. But with that, also, I think the best marketers usually don't have to think about it. They just market it. Like, I think I think even when we talk about like religion and stuff, like I think people that are good inherently at disseminating a message don't have to focus on disseminating their message because their message is constant. It's like me. Like, if you know me personally, you know what I'm about and I don't have I don't walk around saying I work hard. I'm the hardest working in the room, whatever. People just see me work and they see the output and how it goes. And they're like, yo, this is who you are. But that's a part of my brand. And it's not marketed. It's just genuine. But my brand is loud. It's being loud, brash and working hard. Yeah, but but, but that but that's my point. And I think, again, like. Because because I have been. Somebody in media has said that. Do do I think that um do I think that I'm 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 going too far for attention? And I'm like, I'm just being me. Like anybody who knows me, whether it's a mic or not, this shit is pretty 100. I don't do nothing extra when this shit come on. If 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 we talking sports, right? And and I'm on your podcast, right? Participating from a media perspective. And I'm like, yo, uh, uh, Zion Williamson is huge. Like his, his so big, his Jersey looks like a G unit tank top. Like, bro, look at his Jersey. And then you'll be like, yo, it does. Now I'm not saying I'm not like, Oh, he's a fat ass nigga. Yeah. I'm not like, even when I made Tupac must die, I never said, yo, this dude is a buster or fuck him, bitch. I, I didn't say none of that. Would, would Kanye should have never married that bitch? Honestly, I didn't really say anything crazy about Kim. Really, the whole song addresses Kim to some degree, but it's all pretty much things she did. It's all the fact she does have plastic surgery. It's all the fact she is weaponizing a vagina. 
it is the fact that, yay, she did all of these things before you, and it's going to be hard to change who she is. And it's very much exactly what it is. I, I, like, I'm not saying, that's why I don't get, like, you have 100 rappers who media support, right? I was looking at it because I just dropped Kanye, should have never married that bitch. And my whole plight with media, and, 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 and so when you put out a song, right, TP, like, mm-hmm. a playlist, playlisting is referred to as editorials. Right. And editorials is pretty much one of the top three ways people discover music today. Right. Playlisting. Editorials. Right. So I went to people and I pitched the song for editorials. Some people was like, ah, man, I want to get involved because I don't want Ye to be mad at me or Ye could trip this, that and the third. Then me again, it's like we're in a space to where. Everybody's scared to just be pure. They won't let hip hop be pure. And it was always like that. NWA straight out of camp. I mean, fuck the police didn't get support. It's a lot of times it didn't get support. And a lot of the different content initially didn't get support because people were scared. But that's what great hip hop was. And now hip hop is being presided over by people that are comfortable. See, when hip hop first in its inception, you know, the 80s and early 90s it was still people in the culture of you know a part of it so they didn't mind taking the risk now we're in 2022 i had a dude say man i want to interview you right a media man say he want to interview me but he's worried about the lgbt lashback because of the tweet outbreak or the he didn't call it the outbreak he said the tweet exchange i had with uh with a little nas x that was part of the wormhole i talked about because right, you talked said, about being authentic and being your true self. We had an argument on the phone about this. I said, what if that's just his true self, but you don't like it because you feel like it's marketing? No, it's it's not. It's not. It's not his true self. See, the thing is, when something is real, you can sniff it. And see, this is the thing about my gifts. It sounds crazy. Everybody don't have it. That's why I could tell you, yay is not trying. I can sniff it. I you, you could feel it. It's something you could feel. Lil Nas X realized he had a hitch and took advantage of it. That's why his music is coming across. That's why his music is coming across corny at times. See, the little brother not a corny person. He understands people like corny. He understands that you can't condemn art because of his situation. Speaking his truth. Well, it's a, it's not a truth, right? It's a it's also a thing made to sell records. It's also a thing made to rally people behind you. But Pete, See, this the, is my the, question. The, I'm, I want I want to ask Pete this question, but because obviously we know what he thinks. Do you think that Lil Nas X is sheerly marketing and none of that is his truth and it's all a marketing campaign, or do you think that the marketing campaign is is supplemented by what is actually his truth? Because we saw the version of him where he claims it wasn't his truth, which gave you the, the one of the biggest songs to ever live. Then he completely changes his marketing and goes to live in his truth. And now it's perceived as marketing. Personally, Again, what you're saying. Well, and I asked Pete. I asked Pete glasses. I asked Pete because I want to know what you think about it. Um, you, I, I think that that guy. Is you can be honest. I don't have. Yeah. Like so no truth. No truth. I think there's some more so the bigger that he gets, mm-hmm. but I think that truthfully, as he becomes like, I don't know, his critical mass, he's like too big to fail. Just a little bit, you get a little bit more of it. But to this, to that point, to get there, he was just like, I'm just gonna say whatever I gotta say, however I gotta say it. Okay, that's unfortunate because then it means he's stuck in a world of being like a media or whatever because he got to do whatever the media is is looking at us being hot which is the interesting part for me about media with all these young artists and i could get why an editorial person might not say that but also this is part of the thing i like i know you glasses i would have thought you would have thought about the editorial before you named the song kanye should have never married that bitch of course i did but my nuts is bigger than everybody else. I respect that. So that's that's why I'm telling you it's not marketing. Because I knew what I would sacrifice in editorials and kickback when I did Tupac Must Die. Every time I tell the truth, I understand what comes with it. That's why I know I'm not marketing. 
feel me? It's no marketing because I know for sure I'm going to lose something in publicity. I, I've, I, the last two songs I released, I haven't been able to run ads on them. It won't even let me advertise them. I know this is going to happen. I know when I make the cover of Kim eating a, 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 a eggplant, right? They're not going to let me advertise that. I know when I make Tupac Must Die, they're not going to let me advertise it. I know I'm going to lack in editorials in the publicity space. I know media, certain radio stations are going to rally against me. I'm not marketing. The fact it's marketable because it is the truth. Polarity creates power. I'm a powerful human being. I'm a powerful human being, period. So when I start to generate my art, true art, right, is powerful. But I'm not marketing because I know I'm cutting everything off. I'm cutting a lot of shit off. That's and I know it. And you knew I knew it because I could tell you. I said, when we talked about Kanye should have never married that bitch, I said, I'm not going to be able to run ads on this. No, I remember when you said that to me I'm like, I'm like, they're not going to take certain editorial. That's not my job. My job is to create devastatingly truth, devastating, truth-reflecting art, right? At the highest levels, rooted in the culture that I have the most information and, and wisdom in, right? Which is this West Coast gang-banging street life. I, I have, I'm an expert at this shit. I've literally studied it and kept my wits. I didn't smoke sherm. I got all the brain cells. I didn't smoke weed. I didn't drink no alcohol. I saw it all and asked questions of it all. So what I didn't understand about other people, I figured it out because I asked them enough times. My job is to generate that to the media and to the public. Are they going to accept it? No. Can I make something they accept? Hell yeah. I can make something that good. They accepted it. I knew exactly they would. We, 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 me, DJ Head, Tommy Guns, Jim Nays, Peru, Ty Dallas on C Ballin contrived that whole idea and knew we could make the public move to that. It became my biggest song, period. That was good marketing. That's mark. We marketed then, and I didn't know shit about marketing. I just knew people like pussy, and if I made a song about getting pussy, it would make sense. Now, I, a quick question: you you called me one day and you said, "Tom, I, I've been studying music and I figured out what I need to like like what's the next evolution." Because we were just talking, and you was like, "And what I need to do with my art." And I'm trying to, and basically you're saying that how you was moving in a different direction. So is your new concept now to only be living in truth and be anti-marketing to market? What well, again? Because you still want some level of marketing. You still want people to see it. So is is now is it just the point of I'm gonna be so brash you gonna see it and and like I don't know. Does that make sense? Like sure, I feel like people feel that no. way about gratuitous movies where they're like I like watching them, but sometimes people will argue against them being gratuitous. But sometimes the filmmaker is using the gratuitous nature of murder or whatever it may be to prove a point. No, right? So. So there's a little part of that that makes sense. But the main part of it, let me just wrap that whole shit up. Right. Because it is a relationship with the media. Right. The reality is. Traditionally, West Coast hip hop, a.k.a. gangster rap, has only worked when it's been truthful and unapologetic, when it's been pure. Like when you being purely you, that's your greatest chance to be successful. So what you see me doing now is being purely me, purely like no cuts. Yeah, in my top five. Love yay with all my heart. Have no problem with Kim. No personal problem outside of the fact she's one of the worst role models for the women today. You know what I'm saying? Like generally, but I wouldn't make a song like fuck Kim Kardashian or fuck Chloe. I'm not it's, I'm not vested in them hoes like that. Just not what I realized. That day is I needed to be purely myself, concentrate, nigga, like vanilla extract, concentrate to where this is the only place you can get this. And the more I purify it, the more when somebody comes looking for it, they can only come here to get it because nobody else is going to do that in 2022. Nobody in hip hop 
is going to do that in 2020. Can't nobody be me because there's only one me. And at that point, feel me, people come looking for you. They tired of, man, listen, this is the second time, right? I've pretty much, I know I've pretty much pissed off somebody in my top five. The first time was Rick Ross, right? The second time is Kanye West. It's okay. I'm not saying anything to, to, to take light off of them brothers. I'm talking about the relations and how my progress is and I relate it to whatever somebody, whatever the material is. If I'm talking about being a drug dealer in Rick Ross, I'll explain the difference in the type of drug dealers we are and the type of music we make. That part can be offensive, but it's what it is. Same thing with Ye. If I talk about how we deal with women and how he deal with women, it's going to be different. So I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I have to be the purest version of me, right? And eventually media understands, hey, if you want that pure, they're going to tell everybody, go right there. Because this is the only motherfucker in town with it. The only motherfucker in town with it. That's the relationship me and media has to have. We have to have this that's pure. He don't give a fuck if you're not going to support him. He don't give a fuck what you think. This is pure. So when they writing and they're telling people, hey, but that right there is unapologetically that. This is the closest thing that you'll ever get to Ice Cube, to Snoop Dogg. This is the closest because this is pure. This is raw motherfucking Peruvian flake like them older niggas used to say when they used to be talking about cocaine. Peruvian. You feel me? It's that work. So I have to purify it. Trust me, if I wanted to market, I market a dog that good became a number one station on 20 West Coast stations. It's easy. It's easy. I know how to say exactly what people want to hear. That's not who I am as a human being. That's not what the brand of glasses is. That's not what the product glasses is. Nigga, in my lifetime, I've never said whether it's my older homies from my hood, feel me, whether it's media, feel me. I've never said what people wanted me to say. I've always said what I actually process. I, I can definitely believe that for a fact. I do got a question for both of y'all because I know y'all, I heard, I heard y'all last episode y'all talking about the war in Ukraine. Um, how do you all feel the media has covered this situation? That's marketing. Just, They're marketing like, Ukraine yeah, to American asking. citizens. Yeah, I mean, I... Russia and Ukraine are both putting out information that's true and information that's false. Our media runs the first information they get and run around, they don't vet anything. They haven't for years vetted anything. And everything they say is in the favor of Ukraine. Absolutely. I've consistently watch the marketing of it all. Of course. They of course. are literally saying, hey, you should be down with Ukraine. That's yeah. marketing. I mean, I feel like strategically they kind of have to. Again, so if I we just if we just go and start taking over places, I would expect the rest of the world to be like, "Yo, what y'all doing?" I mean, really, half the media in this country has to put up for Ukraine because they have to continue to play the anti-Russia card because they spent the last five years playing the anti-Russia card. Yeah. So they but have my, to. Continue my, to my, my thing is that's marketing because it's not genuine and it's not sincere. It's personally motivated purely, and it's not pure. That shit ain't pure. That shit whack. But again, man, everybody got to play their role. And they playing their role. You feel me? I don't do really give a fuck about Trump none of them motherfuckers. From social media was bad for media? Because I don't even see him on media, really. I might see him do a phone He's call. He's opening like, his own media company right now. Yeah, I, I saw that. But I also saw reports that like it's been floundering a little bit because they had a beta launch that didn't go the way they wanted it to. Yeah, and it's only on Apple. It's not even... It's not yeah. on... Um, what do you call it? Android yet? So it's there. It's it, it's a work in progress. I was looking at like the tech behind it and everything like that. They're not even there on that side of it. But that's yeah. Where the focus do you think is. it was bad for media to ban him though? Like because I I I don't see him at all. And now obviously he's the he was on the internet a lot of the times. But I still feel like his like he has kind of been banned from media altogether except for the very few right-wing places. Here's a go. better question. Here's a better question for both of y'all. Tell me the worst person they've ever banned before. The I'll person? name names. 
They banned Martin Luther King. They banned Malcolm X. They banned uh, Muhammad Ali. This is a very slippery slope. Please do. Never mind. Go ahead. I'm just telling you, bro. They never in life banned bad people. They've never told a serial killer, hey, don't run that interview on that serial killer ever. They send the news down there, Tom, and cover the serial killer. He'll do a thousand interviews. Every media company in the world will cover a serial killer who murdered 90 people and let I him just I've seen talk. so many Ted Bundy stories on Netflix. They never ban, the media never bans them motherfuckers. Every yeah, last like person, world, they banned Farrakhan. Corcoran to interview Charles Manson. Yeah, like, the fuck? We know goddamn well. Anytime the media bans somebody, that person is probably somewhat decent for people. Historically. Yeah. Until they ban one serial killer, don't do no interviews no more on, 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 on this motherfucker that murdered a thousand months. Nigga be eating. They did an a interview with Jeffrey Dahmer because he was eating human beings and they were doing interviews with him. They didn't ban him from the media. You mean to tell me Trump is worse than Jeffrey Dahmer? No. I don't. I think that it was a mistake for them to ban him from media. He was it really was bad for them. CNN. It cost him a fortune. I think it was just bad for the world because if he is what people say he is, I would much rather have his public thoughts available than for him not to be able to speak at all and me got to worry about what the fuck is he doing when I'm not, when I don't see him talking in public. Yeah, because people don't realize, especially a lot of Americans, now that he's been banned from social media and a lot of media things like People that were anti him don't see him anymore, but he's still having rallies and, and and campaigning and still being a politician. But when you ban him from the media, it's kind of like you never see him anymore. So it's you're almost like he him, doesn't exist. You're making I don't him know powerful. if that's good. I, I, yeah. I agree. You're making him pop. It's the same conversation we just had. Yeah. It's the same conversation where it's power in that because then you're going to look for him. Right They're now, when they had you in the media, they were able to discourage people. They were able to say, hey, you know, this person, he said, they were able to isolate quotes and comments and, you know, whatever. Without it, you're ha he has a direct pipeline of human beings. And right now, the way things are going, you're going to run people right back into him. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to run right back into his arms. Like a bad preacher that got we kicked all knew away this shit doing whatever happen. he was doing and came back to the congregation. We all knew this Ukraine and Russia shit wouldn't happen if 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 Orange was in office, bro. I mean, they. I mean, people. The some of the media claims he was compromised by them. So it's you like can't I don't be know. compromised by somebody you're not yeah. at war I mean, with. It's, it's not, again, it's an unfounded claim. It's like. Is the urine tape real? That's, that's that, fake. It's, fake. Say it's all fake? It's all fake. Okay. Like, I mean, it's it's fake as a matter of court record fake. Like, yeah, it, like so as a matter of their taking the people media. to... It might have federally been. indicting the people who released the information because it was fake. Oh. It's well, almost... Hey. What's crazy is it's almost as bad as that Tasha Lake. I think the top... I think there's a greater chance that Cardi B did a line and sucked the dick for a couple racks, then that piss shit actually happened. Guaranteed. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.